0: Love Talk Radio.
1: A date with destiny for Monday, March 18th, 2013. I'm your host, Lisa M. Saunders, coming to you live from Baltimore, Maryland, as I will be doing every Monday at 6 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This broadcast is being sponsored by Masterminds LLC, inspiring and empowering people to achieve a greater destiny. Once again, we have another very special show uh, for you this evening, and I am so pleased to have co-hosting with me Ms. Teresa Hamilton, CEO and founder of Making It Happen Incorporated, transforming your dreams into reality. Hello, Ms. Teresa Hamilton. How are you
0: on this rainy Monday? Well, I'm doing very well. I got plenty of rest, and I'm feeling great, so I'm doing exceptionally well. All right. It's
1: always good when we have get some good rest, especially on a rainy day like this. Yes, yes. <laughs> it helps to just rejuvenate us. So good. Yes,
0: it does. It does. And I needed it.
1: Well, good, good. We are excited about the show this evening. And tonight's topic is Forgive and Receive. Forgive and Receive uh for those of you tuning in via the computer, please click on the follow button on the left hand side of the title so that you can receive updates on upcoming broadcasts and follow us on twitter at les l y s e one o one l y s e one o one We are now available and have been available since last year <laughs> um as a podcast and it is free so Go to your iTunes store, click on Podcast, and type in A Date with Destiny. You will also receive future episodes as well as being able to take us with you wherever you go. So you can also send me a message through this site, uh, the Blog Talk site, if you would like to become a sponsor or to get more exposure for your literary work or business. Also, if you have been working on something in business or your personal life and haven't seen the results that you have been wishing for and you've been expecting a breakthrough and you're just frustrated because it just doesn't seem to be happening as you are expecting it to – Send me a message, and I will consult with you to see if a little extra coaching will help to get you there. You can send a message through my Facebook page, which is facebook.com/forward/slash, a date with destiny 101, or you can leave a message via my website um, at info at your destiny awaits. Dot net. So that was a lot of information, um, but like I said, follow us on Twitter at least lysc101, and you can send a message at info at yourdestinyawaits.net. dot net. So, Miss Teresa Hamilton, you you're all wet, rested well and ready <laughs> oh, yes.
0: to, ready Probably to take on our topic for this evening. Huh? Oh, I just can't wait to dive in. Can't wait to dive in. <laughs>
1: Me either. Me either. Um, we have uh, before we do, though. We have a lot of great things that have happened since our last broadcast, and are expecting more great things in the very near future. One of those things that we are about to do is start a book club. Yay!
0: Um, I, I would
1: I'll do my applause, but I'll hold off on applause <laughs> a little bit later. <laughs> Um, Those of you who listen regularly know that we love to read, and um, we are constantly reading and studying to move forward in enlightening ourselves. We're always sharing great books with you, and um, I get a lot of good feedback from those who have read the books that we've suggested. So once a month, we will share through discussion what you have read. I will announce a book and give you one month to start the book. Um, and then at a designated day and time, we will get on a conference call and discuss a few chapters at a time. We will continue each month until we have finished that book and move on to the next one. What a Wonderful Way to Fellowship and Grow. Um, our yes. first book is one that we loved so much. I mean, that book was just completely awesome. And yeah. uh, we did a show around it. We loved it so much. Uh, and that book is Abide in the Silence by Joseph Murphy. So get the book and start reading it. Um, I will announce a day and time in May for our call, as well as post it on my website, um, yourdestinyawaits.net. You can also uh, go to my website and click on book recommendations and there you will find a wide selection of books that have empowered and inspired both myself and Teresa and yeah. um I believe that they will do the same for you. So um that was a lot of information right there but we are very excited about the book club. Yeah. And I I, just can't, yeah. wait. <laughs> I yes. just can't
0: wait. And I think I think sometimes you know we don't read as a culture as much as yeah. we used to because we've got television. we've got, you know, movies on demand, and we've got all of these distractions. But reading, it still happens to be fundamentally one of the one things that you can do for yourself that really, and I'm talking reading, um, you know, primarily nonfiction books, so fiction can help as well. But just reading things about other people that could touch touch and change your lives, and the power of change is always through a book. So, I would really uh, recommend those of you who are thinking about it or wish to get back to reading to join us on this uh, book club. With yeah, book club. yeah. And again, the first
1: book that we're going to um, discuss in the book club is Abide in the Silence by Joseph Murphy. And you can get that for those of you who have um, the Kindle, you can get that um, on Amazon. And I believe, Teresa, I only paid, I paid less than $4. For yes, the book on Amazon. Yeah. And you know what? Oh, I just have to share yes. this real quick. Amazon, that Kindle thing is dangerous, okay? Yeah. Because, the, the you know, I, lo- I love <laughs> it so much. And it, what it what it's done is, because, like, when my family and I, like, say, for example, we were out at a mall we were shopping, and and then I would walk past the bookstore, and they would be like, okay, do not let mom go by the bookstore. Let's try to keep away, because <laughs> once I get in there, I you know, I'm, like, in there for a minute. But now... We have books like all you have to do, and, and Amazon, they ought to be ashamed of themselves. they got this thing called One Click. So like, yes, once you yes, um, yes. establish an account with them and everything, all you need to do is just click that One Click thing, and mm-hmm. it's boom, within seconds it's in front of you. And I'm like, oh, yes. my God. So I think yes. one day I um, actually I just couldn't stop clicking because, you know, yes. I think, look, like five or six books in one day, so yeah. if you really it's, like it's, to read, if you have the Kindle, you probably already know, but Amazon is great, um, and yeah. the Kindle books are not expensive at all.
0: Right, and Lisa, so, will you tell people, I, I just for one, uh, half a second, that they don't need the Kindle to download books. They can do it right on their PCs, because you taught yeah, me that, Yeah, that's and true. That was such a life changer for me.
1: Yeah, yeah, you can um, just go on and download the Kindle application to your computer and to your cell phone. So if you don't have the the actual Kindle, you can still get the application on your cell phone and on your computer for free, absolutely free. So that's how we both started out, and um, I tell you, it's just been great. (laughs) Yes, it's been absolutely great. So tonight's topic is one that is very significant. Um, For the last three to four weeks, I have been actually coaching on the topic of forgiving. And it seems like everywhere I turn, people have been popping up that have been having issues with not being able to forgive those who have hurt them. Most people don't know the reason uh, why it's vital that you forgive everyone that has ever hurt you. So tonight we're going to spend time on this topic, and we believe within our hearts that someone will be delivered from a deep hurt and pain uh, that was caused by someone else, Um, and, and even including ourselves. So if you would like to call in with a question or a comment, that number is 347-237-4518. Again, the call-in number is 347-237-4518. Okay, sharing uh, what I wrote about forgiveness in my book, Destiny Awaits, the Pouring Out of Wisdom for Humanity to Drink. Forgiveness is not an easy thing to do. Forgiving someone after they have hurt you is a process. One of the lessons I have learned about forgiveness is that it's an absolute must. You must forgive the trespasses of others in order to move forward, and that is a mandatory step. Forgiveness is a vital factor in your walk towards a more fulfilling destiny. If you truly, truly want to receive all of the good that God and this wonderful universe has for you, then without this one very important key, it will not happen. This is one of the areas in life that's an absolute must. So, Teresa, what are your thoughts about that?
0: Well, I think it's uh, what you just wrote is so uh, critical for our success, and we sometimes don't realize we have unforgiveness so deep within us. And a lot of people who suffer from problems where they seem like they can't move forward or they can never accomplish whatever it is that they desire, I would challenge each person to do some self-discovery, because nine times out of ten, there is some unforgiveness that's hiding. And sometimes the unforgiveness doesn't have to be towards someone. It could be Mm -hmm. for you. Some childhood traumas that we experience, whether it's, um, you know, uh, sexual abuse or parental neglect, it could be anywhere, but usually there's some sort of unforgiveness that's there. And that Mm -hmm. unforgiveness could be you not forgiving yourself because mm. it happened to you. And a lot mm-hmm. of times people are suffering when we, uh, Lisa uh, and I counsel a number of people, and the number one thing is they're either not able to forgive themselves or someone who's hurt them deeply in the past. But as you mentioned, Lisa, if we don't get to the place where we can do that successfully, then everything else that we desire with our goals, whether you know whatever it is, it's, there's going to be kind of a stoppage because um, as we study, uh, uh, for example, Dr. Joseph Murphy's book "Abide in the Silence," unforgiveness must take place for other things to come, so that we can receive even more. But if unforgiveness mm-hmm. doesn't occur, then we're just kind of at a at a standstill.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, most times I find that people, a lot of the hurt and the pain comes from uh, family members. Yeah, um, yeah. And our childhood, a lot of times we can't let go of something that has happened to us in our childhoods. And, and it's it's amazing how many adults are actually walking around today um, and still with hurt, from uh, neglect, like you said, um, from a parent or some type of physical or uh, mental abuse. And, you know, Teresa, I I find that that more often than not, and, of course, you know, then there's that relationship piece where someone has hurt us, you know, um, because uh, when you open up your heart uh, to love, you know, uh, and that's why a lot of, again, relationships don't work out because they're afraid. People are scared. Um, To open up their hearts anymore Because of the pain And it hurts I mean, you know It really hurts Um, And and one of the things I found for myself um, Is that I had to And and on a regular basis I have to check myself You know I have to check myself To be sure that there's no lingering uh, pain or unforgiveness going on there. And one of the things that I I quote um, from Scripture is, search me, O Lord, and know my heart. You know, um, let me see, you know, show me if there's any unforgiveness in there because I know from experience that uh, time and time again, you know, we're praying and we're asking, you know, uh, uh, for things and we want to see things happen in our lives. And you know when you ha- when you're harboring that hurt and that pain, and especially from ourselves, it's just not gonna you're blocking it you're just it's a block yeah.
0: going on right there, yeah, <clears throat> and you can't feel uh the full peace and joy that God really created us to fill and and become we should yeah. when people meet us, they should get a sense of peace from us they should yeah. feel very comfortable with us and and you can't you can't have that kind of interaction unless you have really purged and done the work on yourself first. Um, yes. And there are people that we meet, I know, and I'll walk. We meet people and we're just like, wow, this person has such a wonderful spirit. And when yeah. you talk to them, you feel their spirit because you know that they're good people and that they are living uh, their life at that kind of like, and I know Lisa, you want to talk about the 21 day meditation piece as Oprah and Deepak uh, have engaged upon, but really purifying themselves, really looking inwardly, and spending a lot of time doing some introspective work
1: yes and you know that's why we tell people to read i, I my mentee um i'm hoping that she will if she's listening in and uh Karchet, if you're listening please feel free to call in and share with us i had her read uh she's actually reading two books that i recommended and um she's also doing the daily meditations and carshay is 18 no 19 years old 19 years old um and i think that that's so profound uh because she's getting an early start. You know, yes. she's learning uh what it means to meditate. She's learning what it means to to be still and abide in the silence and she's learning what it means to uh be being able to hear that inner voice um and so I'm very proud of her um and she's in touch with me daily. You know, she has questions and she'll, you know, she'll either text me or send me a message and then we'll get on the phone and we'll talk about it. But it's just so important to be able to – Enlighten ourselves um, because, like when we were nineteen, I know I wasn't meditating. Were you?
0: <laughs> What's no. Medi- meditation? No. What's no. meditation? <laughs> What's
1: that? Enlightenment? No. What enlightenment no. about what?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, we go to church every uh, Sunday. Yeah. You were singing in the choirs, and we're working in the church, and you know, so on and so forth. But enlightenment and meditation, you know, yeah. w- I, I I didn't know what that was, so. For our young people, especially that, um, you know, uh, that I get to talk with, I'm always encouraging them to do that because if you can get a head start at that age and then when you get to be our age, oh, my gosh. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. The now, Lisa, power I wanted to, to... ask, mm-hmm. it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask a question. I know we always talk about forgiveness, and I think this is the second show we've done, and we always get such high numbers on it. But And you mentioned that it's a process. What do you think mm-hmm. is that first step that people need to take for that process of unforgiveness to occur?
1: Okay, that's an excellent question. And before I answer that, I just want the callers to know that I do see you, um, and uh, I'm going to get to you very, very shortly, so just continue to listen in and hang in there. But I believe the first process is acknowledgement. Um, yes. Yeah. We have to be on for well, honesty and then acknowledgement. First we have to be honest with ourselves. Um, and I know for me it was uh you know, pride would get in the way, um because mm-hmm. you, you first of all you don't want anybody to know that you're hurting you know. Yes. <laughs> but at the same time I found that you have to be honest about it. Yes, I'm yes. hurting. You know, and and then the second thing, you know, after you acknowledge that, is that you have to work through your feelings as to why, what hurt you, why did it hurt me. Um, And then if you can go to the, and and a lot of times we can't even go really back to the person that hurt us because Uh for whatever reason, sometimes you can and sometimes you can't. And sometimes the people that hurt you have apologized. But like yes. I said, you know, it's like even after they apologize, it's it's done. The deed is done. The wound is is created.
0: Yeah.
1: And depending on how deeply they hurt you, I mean, that wound is is so big and so deep, and it just takes a while for it to heal. But the sooner you get started on it, the better off you'll be. And yeah. I mean, sometimes and you might have to just get into a room by yourself and cry because yeah. it's painful. Don't be afraid to cry. But what I want to tell people is this. Know that God already knows your pain, knows yeah. your hurt, and he's yeah. there to comfort you. Um yeah. if nobody else is there to wrap their arms around you during that pain, God is. And I know that for a fact, and I'm speaking from experience.
0: God mm-hmm. will
1: just if you if you call Just call on the name,
0: yeah. you
1: know, and all of a sudden you get this warm peace feeling that will come over you. And then you just allow God to just work with you in that thing. And then I tell people, once you are honest with yourself and then you acknowledge the hurt, then the person that hurt you, sit down and write them a letter. Yeah. Write it out because if you hold it in, you don't. there's no outlet. You have to have an outlet. You cannot keep walking around with it because it's like a cancer and it just festers up inside of you. So yeah. sit down and write that person a letter. And I mean as if that person, like you were talking to that person, whatever they did, however, just write it. But know at the beginning of writing the letter that once you're done with it, now you have two choices. One, if you want, you can give it to that person, okay, uh, to read. Or two, my my the, the thing that I, I like the best is just to take it, burn it, tear it up, throw it away, flush it down the toilet, throw it in the river, whatever. And once you do that, say to yourself, it is done. I am healed. I no longer hurt, and I forgive you. Wow. And once you say those words, I forgive you, walk away. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, you are on a rise. You will start to heal. You will start to feel better. Because remember this, the forgiveness is not for the other person. Yeah. They've probably gone yeah. on with their They're lives. Forgot. Exactly. <laughs> They're yeah. not thinking about yeah. you. The <laughs> so forgiveness is for yourself for you. so that you. you can move on.
0: Mhm,
1: mhm, mhm. And if you do not do that, you are really blocking your blessings.
0: Yeah.
1: And you're blocking all the good. Yes, yeah, some good will filter through, but you want it all. I know yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So I'm gonna. There's a caller that's been okay, on hold okay. um, with a okay. 408 okay. area code. Um, so we're just going to say hi and see who this is. Uh, hello, caller with the 408 area code. You're on the air.
2: Thank you so much for picking up the line for me. Hi, you're welcome. Who am I speaking with? My name is Veronica, and the subject has definitely caught my attention because I understand the power of forgiveness and how incredible it is. Yes. Yes, and I, you uh, have...
1: Um, mm-hmm, go ahead.
2: Yeah, I, I went through an experience, and I guess I just wanted to share. And, sure, go uh, ahead. And then if you have some questions. I myself had an incident that took care, took place in my life when I was a little girl, and it had to do with uh, a, a grandparent who um, uh, touched me in a way that is not appropriate, let's put it that way, and went even mm-hmm. beyond that. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to leave it at that.
0: And okay.
2: uh, <clears throat> for whatever reason, somehow it got blocked from my memory. Okay. And it, it became only a reaction to me to avoid being around uh, uh, this particular individual who is a very, you know, close member of the family. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was probably around eight, uh, this person passed away, and probably when I was twelve is when it be, I it was brought up to my attention through one of my teachers, some biology who was a, a wonderful sister who noticed that I have a complete uh, um, rejection to toward anything that had to do with uh, learning about biology and the body and sexuality and so on. I just didn't want to learn any of it. I didn't mm-hmm. want to see any of it, and that was my reaction to it. So she thought there mm-hmm. was more into it, and she was correct. Um, mm-hmm. through her uh skills of psychologist and so on it the uh, the memory got brought up to my attention and when it was finally uh, uh, i became aware of it it was uh she had, at her suggestion it was good for me to share it with my mother
0: mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> when I brought this up to my mother, I brought it up in a conversation where my grandmother was present and my mother was present, and my mother's reaction was very um non supportive and mm-hmm. upset and um and angry and basically demanded for me to keep quiet about it and not to talk about right.
0: it. Right. Right.
2: Um <clears throat> my grandmother on the other hand she was crying and she was you know, more apologetic about the whole incident and very compassionate and uh, so I had two different reactions right there. And uh, but right. you know um the reason I'm getting to this is because I didn't realize how the impact that it caused me as an adult. I'm a grown-up woman now, and I have mm-hmm. my little boy now. But mm-hmm. it gave me a sense, and I believe I kind of came to the conclusion at that young age that if I ever wanted to take care of myself, I needed to do it on my own. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't feel that I felt betrayed by my mother. Yeah. And um, and I felt abandoned. And mm-hmm. I again, all of these are situations that I did not realize at the time. It, mm-hmm. it became an issue when I was an eighteen years old. I left my country, I sent to the u s and very happily I have carried on my life and I have blossomed professionally speaking. I have a beautiful little boy, but i oh, never felt really that I always learned that connection to have with my mother. It wasn't until I was probably around thirty six, thirty seven that uh given that I have failing relationships, that I began to explore what is the really uh the the only element that is in, in what is the element, what is the unit that continues to repeat as a pattern in all these relationships and obviously all mm-hmm. of them it was me attracting right. the wrong partner. <clears throat> so I began to uh look for someone who was gonna help me at that time to work out in a relationship issue Um, which I'm very grateful that I went through it, as painful as it was, it was really what brought me to look for for help and explore this. I was in the wrong impression that because it already happened and the person was already dead and so on, that there was nothing for me to really work on forgiving. that I was already over it. There was nothing. It was buried. The truth is that is not the case. It may be buried within our psyche, but it remains there, and it's a wound that really needs to be paid attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, I uh, we, he, the therapist did uh, a wonderful treatment that is called eye rapid movement.
1: Say that again. That
2: is called E R M. By the way. Mhm. Okay. it's basically of uh, making you walk through memories that are painful, as mm-hmm. they are distracting your eyesight and your hearing by uh-huh. even with head- set phones, and they're just Mm -hmm. making a little beeping sound that there is no pattern to it. But as Mm -hmm. you're engaging into the memory, you're recalling everything with all the emotions, and then you hear this beep, beep, beep,
0: Mm -hmm. or
2: you see a flashlight going, uh, you're supposed to just follow the light as uh, again, there is no pattern to it. It basically mm. creates a new pattern of restructuring on the memory of the person that is going through the same. So you no longer have this encoding of mechanism of chemicals in the brain. I cannot emphasize how important this is for someone to be able to, to work through a memory that even though we may not consciously be aware of how important mm. it is,
0: yeah, because
2: once you get released and once yeah. you come to have a different coding mechanism of it, you can yes. talk about it without any shame, without yes. any sense of feeling guilty, which was which by the way is very common in in, in victims of uh, child molestation.
0: We yes. carry the guilt. Yes.
2: We feel guilty yes. because we con- contributed or, or accepted the part of it. Yeah, right? yeah. Um, so that got healed. What yeah. I did not know at that time, and I finished my therapy at that point, I carry on with my life, and about a year and a half later, it became over to me that even though that was just part of it, that was just one layer of the whole skin. Right, right. Um, then after that, it became my, my how, I mean, it became what my mother came to visit me for the first time to the States. And we were together now after 23 years, living together in a household, now as an adult, my home, I'm in charge, mm, to have mm-hmm. my mother, it, it became the platform for this catalysm of forgiveness to take place because she never wanted to hear about it. Versus right, me, I right. actually feel that my experience needs to be of service to others, mm. if anybody that has gone through something similar. I honestly, I wish I could pass this information to others, like, look, this is how I did it. I think you can do it. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have no regard for holding back the information, and for my mother, it's very upsetting. Um, fortunately, I guess God or the Spirit or Buddha, Allah, whichever, whatever everybody wants right. to call it, you never do wish. Gave me the right words to speak to my mother about it Because she saw the bills of my therapist at that time And she said, why are you going to the doctor? And I mentioned why I said, because I'm working through healing the the child molestation by, you know, your father So Mm -hmm. she got very upset And he said, is that why you brought me here? And I said, no, I brought you here because I want you to witness my life. I want you to see me as an adult, and I want you to see my garden. I want you to get closer to my home. Yeah. I, want, I want to cook for you. I want okay. you to get to know me and my friends and my work and my car and my streets, and I want you to mm-hmm. see all of that, including my wounds.
1: Mm-hmm, mm, That's all mm-hmm. I want
2: to share with you, who I am mm-hmm. and all of it.
1: Mm -hmm. That
2: was magic for her because at that point she sat down and she said, well, well, tell me about it, basically. She didn't give me an apology, but it was such a really and a healing experience for me. I I did not understand how much I needed that.
0: We'll oh.
1: happened to me. Wow, wow Yeah, now you know Um, That's a beautiful, beautiful story And you know what I'm hearing um, from your story The thing that brought you and your mother together And this is something that we were going to touch on But I'm glad you brought it up Is love Yes, yes You loved it. your mother We love our mothers yeah. You know, we love yeah. our mothers Um, And no matter what No matter what you know, we want to be validated by our mothers. We want our yes. mothers to hear us. And like you said, you wanted your mother to see everything, including your wounds. Um yes. And you brought your mother there not out of spite, but out of love. No. And that's yes. the thing your mother heard. Yeah. So, yeah, I
2: hope that, that if was beautiful. Any <laughs> human being is listening to this. Mm-hmm. I hope that maybe I can come through with one thing, not five, but one of, mm-hmm. of, of the process that we all go through. We all carry wounds within, whether we are aware yeah. of them or we are not. But if there is any pattern in our life that continues to come up, whether it's in a love relationship with our children, with our friends, or connecting to other females, connecting to other uh, males or coworkers, whatever, it really comes to that way. Why am I repeating this pattern? How am I contributing? How can I, I make it better? And it's not right. taking blame for things, but it's mostly seeing what can I do to improve it. I may not be the whole solution but I can contribute to it.
1: Exactly. That's wonderful. Thank You're you
2: so welcome. much.
1: For that Thank beautiful you for uh, testimony, Here. yeah, oh. that was awesome. Excellent. And you know what? You. Just feel free to call in. We 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 broadcast every Monday, um, and we would just love to hear from you again. And congratulations on the restoration of your relationship with your mother and the healing cool. that you were able to uh, to receive. So God bless you.
2: I wanted to ask you something, though, because like, I mentioned I have a story share and I had a question. Sure, sure. Those two layers or those two aspects were brought up to me. One, because of a, a bad relationship, which I'm grateful for, because I, if it wasn't for that incident, I would have never gone and pursued healing. Mhm. Uh, and the second one was brought up either by circumstances, you know, my mother being here at home and so on. But my question, I guess, and it still remains. What happens with the things that you're not aware of? How can you tap into that that is not you're not conscious of it? I mentioned even earlier in my story that I blocked a lot of it uh for many years. It was somebody else who luckily you know got a, a hint that there was more layers to my projection of learning about the biology of you know um <clears throat> the human body and reproduction and so on. With that woman not being there, I probably would have continued to carry on, and I would just not never learn anything because they wouldn't remember it. So it leads you to believe that there are things there in our psyche, in our mind, in our subconscious that mm-hmm. are not we're not aware of it. But how can we somehow explore and, and empty the whole bag so we can
0: begin to feel it? Right. Can answer this
2: one?
0: Uh. uh Caller, I just really want to congratulate you on being bold enough to share your story because, as I mentioned, we counsel a number of people on a daily basis, and the child molestation issue comes up quite frequently amongst people, especially women. And the second piece, and I'm going to be real quick because I know um, um, you may want to try to get one or two additional callers, but Lisa and I just finished reading a book called Abide in mm-hmm. the Silence by Dr. Joseph Murphy. He also mm-hmm. wrote The Power of the Subconscious Mind. And mm-hmm. he has yes. a number of things that that we need to do to kind of purge or cleanse our minds. One is, uh, yes. of course, meditation. And then just making sure that you're in touch with your inner spirit. Because like you mm-hmm. said, there are layers to us. God created us in such a unique way that there's more to us than the conscious mind that we carry or we sometimes call the ego that we carry around with us every day. And in order to get in touch with that inner consciousness or that, that that, um, subconscious to abide in the silence, we've got to make our lives one of spirit, a spirit. And I think Lisa always says her quote, which is, you know, I'm a, I'm a human being having a, a spiritual experience.
1: No, a
0: spiritual being. A spiritual being having a, uh uh-huh. yes, human
1: experience. Say it mm-hmm. again, Lisa. A, a spiritual. We are all spiritual beings
0: he living in a, a human, human
1: experience, right? And not human <clears throat> beings living a spirit, a, a spiritual experience, right?
0: Exactly. And so what that means is that we're basically spirits. That's who mm-hmm. we are. And that unless mm-hmm. we get in contact. With that spirit side Because we're inundated every day Through television The world has us focused on the temporal On the physical On the things that may not last uh, You know a thousand years from now But that spirit within us Is we believe Is here and will live on with us Time after time after time And that's why When you're in constant um, relationship As you said With your God On a daily basis he can uncover some of those layers that we have buried deep within us. So Mm -hmm. I would challenge people because Dr. Murphy does have very concrete ways, and as a matter of fact, he does have an example in his book about some latent uh, memory uh, pieces Mm -hmm. which have not been uncovered and some suggestions and exercises in there. So I would truly challenge uh, everyone, so please get Dr. Joseph Murphy's book, um, The Power of the Subconscious Mind, and the other one is Abide and Salad. And so thank you. Thank you again for that.
1: Yeah, and one thank more you. thing to add on to that, Teresa, yes. is this. We are spiritual beings, um, whether you want to believe it or not. That's what we believe. No, we believe it. that we are spiritual beings. And if you, if that's the case, then everything is already there that we need everything so if there's something that is locked into our subconscious that needs to come out that's trying to tell us something ask it you ask ask and it shall be given to you knock and the door shall be open so if you get still really still and you just speak to it and ask whatever it is that you need and i guarantee you you will receive a breakthrough you will receive an answer so i hope that helps
2: can you repeat the name of the second book? I got the first one of the Power of the Subconscious Mind, but what is the second one?
1: Abide, abide in the silence. Uh-huh. Abide, A B I D E, abide in the silence. And that's silence. also by Joseph Murphy. And I guarantee you that book is just going to—it's going to enlighten
2: you. It's very powerful. I am definitely going to look for them, and I want to ask also, and, and, and probably, I'm assuming you're, when you say meditation, you're actually uh, meaning more like a contemplative sitting, correct? I mean, a clearing of the mind, basically, so you can hear the inner voice of the spirit, yeah. correct? Yeah, correct. Okay. That is correct. Yeah, yeah. Because <clears throat> there's a huge difference between praying and meditation. and yes, And then contemplative sitting, and I have uh, become aware of it recently, through it, and and it's it's, it's very challenging. <laughs> to find yes, it mind. is. And you <laughs> know what? Are have you
1: have familiar been. with Deepak Chopra by chance? Yes,
2: I Deepak actually had Chopra?
1: the pleasure of meeting him. Yes, I. Uh... Oh, I'm jealous. I not I haven't met him yet, and I'm looking forward to meeting him myself one day. But um, Deepak and Oprah, right now, Oprah Winfrey, they have a 21 day meditation challenge uh, going on, and today was day number eight but if you go online and just google Deepak and Oprah it'll come up and you can start you can start like fresh from day 1 and it's only like a 16 to 17 minute daily meditation you go through day 1 day 2 day 3 and it it's just very relaxing very peaceful and i guarantee you that it will help you to just be still for that 16 minute you're not even going to want to
0: move actually
2: okay Okay, yeah, because Remaining Still, I mean, I, I started practicing Zen, um, the, the discovering of the rose through the book um, <clears throat> The Monk Who Told His Herati. Okay. And and it's a fantastic book because it actually gives you the exercises as well. But, but just to remain for five minutes is still clearing up of the mind. The mind doesn't like to be controlled. <laughs> it's, it's very noisy in there, isn't it? Oh, <laughs> but I, I guarantee I didn't, I didn't you. Yes, I began to think. If i live been five minutes. I'm cold. Did I turn off the light? Did I, I, need to I know, <laughs> uh, It just goes on and on, and it's been such a challenge. And yeah. I asked my my ex-boss. My ex-boss, she's uh, the congregational Priorist of a religious institution, and they practice contemporary sharing. And I asked her about it, and she said, you know, sweetheart, it has taken me years. I've been doing this for the past 50 years yeah. of my life. Probably in the past 10 years is that I've been able to do it. And the past I always yeah. will fall asleep. Or I just yes. Do it. so Yes. Just well, I, I tell you what.
1: I tell you what. If you get that book, number one, so you have you have well a couple of things that you need to do. You need to get those two books. I would I would advise first to read Abide in the Silence. Well, you can read okay. whichever one, but Abide in the Silence is just awesome. And also go online and Google the Deepak and Oprah twenty one day meditation challenge, and I guarantee you they will help you. Thank and and what I'd so like much. you to do. Yes, you're yes. welcome, and I'd like to, I'd like to hear from you again. So please, you know, visit. Uh, you can send me a message. I don't know if you've logged in through Facebook or not, but you can always just send me a message at my uh, send it to my um, my email, which is info at yourdestinyawaits.net. dot net. I would love to hear how it's helped
2: you. Yes, yourdestinyawaits.net. dot net. I just wrote it down, and I can assure you that if you are genuine in your interest, I have no problem in sharing, as you can see. (laughs) And I I am genuinely interested, so I'm looking forward to hearing from you. (laughs) I sure will, my dear. Thank you so much for this space, like I
0: said.
2: Oh, my pleasure, my pleasure. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, that
1: was completely awesome. And, and you yeah. know, and that's exactly because um, it's funny. I did a when I was in high school. I did a, a report, my um, project uh, to graduate. Actually, my term paper was on um, incest,
0: yeah. and I think
1: I shared this with you. And um, yeah. and and what I the study shows that most. Of your parent, most parents, like your mothers, they're always in denial when when a child comes to them. You would be surprised how many of them, and some of them even know what's going on, and they still don't do anything about it. So um, that right there is is very, and there's a lot of people, adults, walking around still not knowing how to forgive and let go of that pain.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. And and and, and and, the um, uh, go ahead. uh Uh, Yeah, yeah, and I think that in terms of incest, too, you have to remember in terms of the caller is that the mother's job is to protect her her daughter, okay, or her son. That is our primary uh, motivation. We're known as nurturers of mothers. And when that has been violated intellectually, the mother can't fathom that this has happened. It's it's kind of like a, a block, It's like, because it would be too detrimental for her to admit that she allows, kind of like your daughter being eaten by a wolf, and not just a wolf, but a close wolf. So intellectually, it's a lot to swallow. So I know sometimes we think that the parents are not accepting and they're not, but I think we need to be a little bit more understanding because it is a lot for a parent to swallow when you think that something like that has happened Mm -hmm. to your child.
1: Yeah, it is, and but see, there again, that's that forgiveness piece. That's where that comes yeah. in, and yeah. you know what? I, and like I said, what I was hearing from her, because we love our parents so much, we love our mothers. You know, it comes down to the to what God truly is, the nature of God, which for me and and what I've been learning is that God is love. You know, God yeah. is unconditional. Love. And as human beings and as us being partly human, you know, even though we are spiritual beings, that physical side of us, it's hard to love unconditionally, especially when we've been hurt. So how do you, after someone has hurt you like that, how do I love them unconditionally? You're expecting me to love somebody after they've molested me or beat me up or physically abused me or broke my heart, and you're telling me to love them? Well, yeah, I am pretty much because actually, what happens is when you are get to that place where you can just first. Let me let me just back it up. First, what we have to do before we can love anyone else, what do we have to do, yeah. Teresa? Love ourselves. We have to learn how to love us. And and a lot of times, what happens is when something has happened to us, like a man leaves us or leaves out of our, walks out walks out of our lives. Or we've been beaten up, or we've been, you know, uh, molested, or or any of these things that have happened to us. We think something's wrong with us. Well, what did I do wrong? How come I can't keep this relationship? How come this person has attacked me? How come I'm getting this or this or this is happening? And I blah blah blah, and this goes on and on and on. Well, when that happens, we fall out of love with ourselves, and the question. Sometimes you have to ask the question: Did I ever really love myself to begin with? You know, because I think that, and see, these are the things, when we know better, we do better. When we know better, we do better. When we know better, we do better. And I think a lot of times what happens is that we don't even realize that we don't love ourselves enough to have power enough to say, no, you won't.
0: No, yeah, yeah, you will not yeah. take
1: advantage of me. You will not put your hands on me. You will not. You will not. You will not. And these are the things that we're not being taught from childhood on up. Yes. Yeah. we've got to start teaching our children how to have self-love because if you have self-love, then you know what you're going to. Continue. What happens is now you're opening up the, the the door for more love to come your way. Yeah. but if you don't have that love, whatever you're feeling on the inside is what you are attracting to you. So yeah. if you have hurt and you have pain, guess what you're, guess what's gonna happen?
0: You're going to invite more hurt and more pain into your world, yes, yeah. and the other thing um specifically since we're on molestation, sexual molestation is to know that it is not your fault that this has happened to you. Right, exactly. I feel like there's someone out there who constantly blames themselves for what happened right. and was even right. told by a parent that they must have did something to justify it happening. Right. No, that's right. not. That's no. a wrong, wrong judgment. And right. so really, as Lisa, you just mentioned so eloquently, we've got to start with forgiving ourselves in order to purge all of the negative associations with what occurred to us. And that the other piece I want people to know is that it happens more often than you think. You're not alone out there. There are a number of people it happens to, but it is kind of like the unspoken thing. No one wants to talk about it. It is taboo. When you bring it up, then you get even hurt a second time as in a caller's case because then her, you know, Her mother rejected her and didn't believe her. But I just want people out there to know that you're not alone. There are several organizations out there to help you, and that most importantly, just allowing the light of God in your life will make a huge difference toward the healing, and that you simply just have to go with, um, you know, Lord, this has happened to me. I'm feeling really bad about this, but I need your help to get me through this day by day by day and after a while over time as the caller said he will either put the treatment or the therapy that's necessary in your life to heal you and or you'll look up and all that pain you're like you'll think that oh my god you know i went through this and i don't feel any pain i don't have any remembrance of this and i've totally moved on and so that's where we truly want to get um in terms of forgiveness that.
1: Yes, and and another thing, I I feel like there's people listening in that are keeping secrets,
0: um, yes. Yes. that
1: that are holding their pain to themselves silently and and dealing with it and thinking that they can get through it and they can get past this. Let me tell you something. Pray and ask for guidance. Pray and ask for the spirit, the the great spirit, to send someone your way that you can talk to. Do not keep it to yourself because you're just, it's it's like, again, it's a cancer that just grows in your body. And believe it or not, what that does is, and this is another thing, another area we'll talk about another day, but we are creating illnesses within ourselves because yeah. that tension and that pressure that turns into yeah. depression, it's, it's a disease. It's disease. Yeah. It, it makes us, you know, sick.
0: Yeah. So you've
1: got to come out and you've got to just be verbal, but please just pray on it first. And then yes, when you do yes. that, the, when when the student is ready, this is what I always say, the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yes. So when you are really ready to, to be pain-free and you really are sincere about healing, then God will show you a way. They'll send someone to you that can help you.
0: Please yes. don't continue to hold on to it. And, you know, and
1: yes. thinking back, go
0: ahead. And and there are just a number of people, like I said, that I counsel on a daily basis that are torturing. You're torturing yourself. And it's never as big as we create it when we hold it in our spirit as a secret. And I mean a secret not in telling the offender, but a secret as in um, not being able to share with someone we trust, whether it's a therapist, a a minister, or or whomever. But find someone that you can confide in. Just to share it, because once you get it out, it's truly uh, not the monster that you've created within
1: exactly exactly and once you- and once you purge that, once you release that and once you're truly able to forgive, then you can start to receive, and yes, it's only yes. then and when I say receive, i'm talking receive it's it's like it's almost like magic,, <laughs> yes, and it's like yes. the hand of God you can literally feel this transformation happening within yourself you know yeah. and and then you're able to receive everything that you have been desiring and wanting that is good for you yeah. and your life um so we have to be able to again acknowledge that we've been hurt you know sit down and 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 write it write it out i always find that writing yeah. is very cathartic you know and then at the end of that letter speak it out loud, I forgive you, I forgive you. And I'm going to tell you something. I did that once, and it took me a minute to get through the letter, okay, because I mean (laughs) through the tears, all right? I mean, I'm crying and I'm boo-hooing. And you know what I found sometimes? Sometimes we're not ready to forgive. (laughs) Right. Because you, it's like you want to hold on to that pain because after a while that pain becomes like familiar, so familiar to
0: you. And
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, and but after a while, you know, when things continued not to go the way you want them to in your life, like the, the like the caller said, you know, she had to really realize what was the common denominator. What? Why? Why are these things happening to me the way they're? Ha- so she started to reevaluate herself.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then you realize that okay, it is me. I need to one to create the change within myself, yeah I need the one I need to be the one to forgive, and let me tell you something, and I say this all the time too again, number one, remember forgiveness is not for the other person, yeah, it's for you, yeah. and forgive yeah. yourself because guess what God already has, yeah, God has already forgiven, already done, period, it's gone, it's done. So if God has forgiven us, who are we not to forgive
0: ourselves?
1: Yeah. So I just find that um I'm I'm so glad the caller called in. A couple of yeah. people have dropped off. I guess we you know, but that's okay because <laughs> it was yeah. very good uh sharing with her and um I hope that she really contact keeps in touch with us because I want to hear how the book helped her and the daily meditations. Um so please call her. Just, you know, send us a send us a email at info at your dot net. We'll be looking for that um and keeping in touch with you. So, Miss Teresa Hamilton?
0: Yes, yes, this, um something what, a, that, what a quick yes, what a quick call. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> that time time always always so quickly, the call went good and it was just I just think and I just ask for continued peace and joy within the caller's life. And I thank her for sharing her story because I am confident that it will change not just one person but several people's lives. And I just want to just, um, just thank her for sharing.
1: Yes and God bless her and her family. Uh Yes. And I know that, you know, she's I just I just feel it in my spirit that she's already going to be fine. You know, she's yes. already fine cuz we're claiming she's already that. Done for, the call, we're yes. claiming that right now. Yes. So, yes. we've come down to the end of the show and I will leave you with this. I'm going to leave you with the quote that I posted on the intro of the show uh by Mother Teresa and I found this to be so profound and worthy of repeating. People are often unreasonable and self-centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. If you find happiness, people may be jealous. Be happy anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have, and it may never be enough. Give your best anyway, for you see, in the end, it is between you and God. It was never between you and them anyway. Uh So do yourself a favor and release that disease of unforgiveness so that your spirit is free to soar and is able to receive all the blessings of abundance. That awaits you, so that it concludes our show for this evening and uh I want to thank everyone for tuning in with us. a shout out to my family, who are always loving and supporting me, and also to my Facebook friends and family for listening in once again. A big thank you, Teresa, for coming on and sharing your wisdom with pleasure. us for knowledge is power. And when we know better, we do better. Thank you, Caller, for calling in. We so enjoyed your story. And you know what? We love you. We have unconditional love for you and your family. Also, don't forget to stop by my website, yourdestinyawaits.net, to get some extra motivation and inspiration. Um, And like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash adatewithdestiny101. destiny one oh one follow us on twitter at least lyse101 we will be back on monday march 25th at 6:30 eastern standard time and your mission if you choose to accept it is take the necessary time to do a true self-evaluation seek god and learn how to love yourself first because after all you owe it to yourself to know yourself Once again, I'm Lisa M. Saunders, and thank you for tuning in to Blog Talk Radio's A Date with Destiny. Peace and abundant blessings, everyone. Bye-bye.